uh, uh, a podcast that I that I love, uh, love it or leave it. Uh, John Lovett. So he he records at the improv. So he does like a little, you know, a little little banter back and forth with the crowd. Uh, usually has no pertains nothing to the politics or anything else he's going to talk about. But uh, he, on one of his recent shows, he talks about Netflix. Netflix, you were supposed to be the new HBO. Then you just turned into the fucking Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much nonsense. It's just page after page of just shit. It's, I was like, that was a really well, well-crafted well joke, John Lovett. Good for you. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. That's John Lovett's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if... John Lovett was plural. There were, like, there were several of them. Right. Gotcha. If I were to say, have you listened to John Lovett's... Nope, that still wouldn't work. Welcome, everybody, to the cave. Oh, are we recording some? Yeah. But you're, like, early. Oh. Welcome, everybody, to the cave. Of <laughs> <Court>. course. <laughs> My name is Zeke. I'm Ben. I'm Randy. And we are here outside of the New World Order to bring you Hard Cut. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like that at all. Goodness, that made my sphincter wink a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, in editing, I just, for this one, since it's a free trial one and we tend to be goofier on these, we're just going to have a rolling start like that. Yeah, no, I like that. Perfect. (laughs) So that's why that sounded weird, everyone. I felt like it. What are you going to do? Get at us. (laughs) He is single producer Randy, and he has that power. I'm drunk with power. And And drunk. And yeah, and really expensive knob creep from last night. (laughs) So good, though. Shit was like fire. It burns so good. Mm -hmm. All right. I have no idea what this case is. Normally, you guys give me a little bit of prep as to like what's going to happen. There might be a few memories lurking in the old bank that I might remember of cases. You'll probably have strong memories about one of these people. I don't... Who are we talking about? Who are we taking to court? Or who are we going to be talking about before we take it to court? Because this is a pretrial, right? Yep. So the, who are we talking about? We're going to do the Mark Merrow and Sable feud. And all of the misogyny and stuff that was in there. And... Um, the bra and panty matches and when that all started and Ben is going to be the defense and I will be prosecuting it. You are defending bra and panty matches. No. No. We're defending the Mark Marrow and Sable of the feud. Sable, I know, is from her modeling career. Also married to real life nightmare human Brock Lesnar, correct? Yes. Yeah. There is. Interesting story of how they got married. Though. Pretty sure it's <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, but yeah, she had a restraining order and he broke into her husband. Like, oh. So she gets to go home to that every night. Cool. Hey, you know what? There's a butt for every seat. <laughs> I don't think she gets to go home to anything. I'm pretty sure he doesn't let her leave the house. There's a good chance. Well. They, they pretty, pretty much own all of Montana, don't they? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it's like them, 
Shatner and Ted Turner. Ted Turner still have money. Oh, John Mayer lives in Montana too. <laughs> you know who else? The pioneer woman on the Food Network. I really don't like her. I watch a lot of Food Network. Really don't. Yeah, I don't like her. I, I wish that was Sable's. <laughs> if she stayed around, that she became the pioneer woman. Like she got hit in the head, and then she starts coming out like Dr. Quinn Medicine. <laughs> Do you guys remember? Great uh, attitude era gimmick. It reminds me of something that would happen in like the first uh, She's Spider-Man a movie. woman, such a woman. <laughs> like the first Spider-Man movie, like where they have Bone Saw, Macho Man is Bone Saw. Mm-hmm. The pioneer woman is like something that would fit along the lines of that. I want that to happen now. Hey, it's almost like send an email to creative, man. Reboot, reboot Spider-Man. That's half of Mickey <laughs> James's gimmick every time WrestleMania comes up. She dresses like she's a Native American. Yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah, that's I, true. I think she's like an eighth Cherokee and just gets carried away. Pocahontas is out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do a Trump reference. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> uh, Lovely. So, all right. I have no idea who Mark Ma- The Mero? Wild Man Mark Maron, not Mark Maron. Lock the gates! No. <laughs> not the famous podcaster comedian. And Lock the gates on these fuckheads! Me, R-O, marrow. Marrow, like bone marrow. Like bone, yeah. uh, um, I mean, pronounced kind of, yeah. You he it. was uh, Johnny B. Bad. Not helping. Uh, you never saw in WCW when he was uh, a Little Richard character? Nope. Oh, oh you would love Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> I'm a, I've always been a Mark Marrow fan. I don't, I always liked him. Sure, he doesn't have psychology in his matches. He does a shooting star press and like moonsaults and stuff. That's cool to me. <laughs> his oh. finishing move was a uh, was a TKO. Yeah, yeah. Bas- it's basically what uh what Nikki Bella started doing after she came back from injury. Okay, it's a fucking uh, fireman's carry into um almost like a swinging netbreaker, but like yeah, right. It's no, he swings him into an RKO. That's the one. That's the one. I apologize. Oh. But, okay. but the they were real life married, and um, the whole thing was when he went to sign his contract. Like uh, this whole story was told on Bruce Pritchard, uh, something to wrestle with, where they were in the meeting and she was with him, and then like Vince just could not get over how attractive she was, and then after he signed Mark, he like demanded that she end up getting paired with him and put on TV, and he was the wild man. He was like, he, the character wasn't really defined. He was supposed to be crazy, but he just kind of came out looking goofy. And she was all dressed up like a dominatrix, like she was the only one who could tame the wild man. But the way they were introduced as why she was his manager, it was at uh, WrestleMania 12 when the Warrior came back and squashed Triple H. Sable was his valet when he back used to have a different one every night. And he blamed the loss on her. And he gets like a little handsy with her backstage. And Mar- Meryl comes over and knocks him out. So that's how they got together on screen. But then he tears his ACL, and he's out for a long time. And when he comes back, he's shaved head, way bigger than he was before. And he was a legitimate Golden Gloves boxing champion. Yeah, he he had a boxing gimmick. So he came back as like that, and he was marvelous Mark Marrow now. And then when he did his shooting star press, it was called the Marvel Awesome. Remember, did he have a good shooting star press? It's pretty good. Better than Billy Kidman's. Okay. All right. So, why, let's start with the events. Why don't you like this movie? I don't... prosecution, so... Yeah, well... (laughs) I I know. (laughs) I'm a judge. 
I judge things. The, the things that. Uh, it's a. Uh, you're good. There's hints of abuse and stuff in the story they tell and things like that. Uh, I could go either way on it. Uh, ben just you know, can defend it better than give us Pretty sure I've won most of the cases. Yeah, because I always take the hard side. <laughs> I mean, there is an unreleased episode that I can release. <laughs> the Taker Faker? Uh, yeah. Oh, you'll, you'll never hear that because it was a fucking blowout in 40 minutes. <laughs> it was real bad. It's short on time. Maybe if Randy gets drunk enough one night, he'll post it. <laughs> so, we're going to get into Hobson. This might lead into... What, what you made about this? Okay. I don't personally have much of a problem with it. I can see... Uh, I think where this whole thing becomes relevant is because this is where they bring in the brown things. It's on Sable herself and how older she gets because of her looks and things is basically what caused the women's condition to be where it was until 2008. Um, I mean, the reason why I, I decided to go with the uh, defense on this one is that, it, yeah, there was the misogyny in it, but at the same time, Sable was, as a character, was going, like, was going through the, I can do this myself, like, I'm fucking independent, I don't need you, um, and it really took a turn with, like, intergender matches, which I think is something that should still be done, um, unlike the mixed, like, the mixed tag matches that they have nowadays, um, it, I mean, intergender matches can be done tastefully, um, as Candace LeRae now, or when she was in the Indies, has shown. It, it can be done, and it can be done well. Um, it's something that Sable kind of really did uh, within that feud, um, or even in her career as a whole. But um, it's just something like, it's really like, I'm independent, I don't need men. And that's something that kind of relates to now in 2018. So, give me the timeline. Where, what timeline are we looking at here? When does he come back from the ACL? This is 98. I was, I was younger for this. Uh, it's around like the summer of 1998 it starts, but the feud goes for over a year. Okay, so we're in the Attitude Era. Yeah, hot, deep in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, who are our supporting characters here? Who are some of our... Goldust and Luna get dragged into this. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh, and it's during the most unfortunate part of Goldust's career when he was the artist formerly known as Goldust. Which is not great. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, now, real quick. And, oh, um, and Jackie. Oh, that's right. Miss Jacqueline. Um, I mentioned this uh, off air, but this is a few that I, like, I remember, but I don't. Like, I don't remember most of the specifics. So this is something that I'm really looking forward to, like, doing, diving into something that I really don't remember much about. Um and kind of learning something new into it and kind of racking my brain a little bit. So I'm really excited for this one. Cool. So I think what I'm going to try and get it charged with is I'm going to go felony poor taste for the bra and panties and the hints of um, abuse and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go misdemeanor bad booking for burying Mark Marrow. And then also just tying up Goldust and Luna and destroying... I, no, I'm going to go felony because it destroys the women's division for years. Okay. And it, the damage from all of this took a long time to clear up. 
because it was so successful that it tainted Vince McMahon's perception of what a wrestling audience would tolerate from a woman. Mm. I don't really think I have much else other than that. Now, oh, do you remember when Sable was, uh, she was like, uh, she had the catchphrase of like, this is for the women who want to be me and, and for the, the man who came to see me. me. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, Are you ready for the grind? Now, I, uh, uh, we talked about um, at the beginning what, uh, what Sable's up to these days. Um, Mark Merrow, where is he? He's a motivational speaker. For, at uh, like He goes around to schools and talks oh, about bullying. Right. And uh, he does Monday Motivation on the DDPY app. Oh, wow. He's cool. in a good spot. Nice. Seems like an all-around really nice guy. But one of those guys who's like DDP positive where you'd be like, I don't need to be around this all the time. Yeah. Like, don't you ever have a bad day? You like, never, you never just have diarrhea and barely make it to the toilet. Like, why are you so happy all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Um, cool. All right. So we have our cast of characters. We have our uh, our booking, or we have our our, um, our you know what we're going to be charging this as our charges. Mm-hmm. Charges. Charges. I quit. <laughs> Ready wins. <laughs> what else can you guys tell me about this? Mm, that's before we start getting into like uh, the heavy research. Yeah, and stuff, that's that's the broad strokes, so we don't spoil you before the case. But I, I've specifically four or five moments that I'm gonna pull the clips for, so I can show them as video evidence during the case. Well, folks, um, you will have some time. Uh, once you hear this, you'll have some time to. Back and uh, take a look at these uh, this chain of events and this time frame. Um, I'll probably post some of the clips for research. That's, on Twitter and that's what I was gonna ask. I was yeah. gonna ask. Like we should start doing that a little bit more. So uh, you know, if you have thoughts on this match, memories, whether you're pro, whether you're con, whatever, our handles are. Get at us! <laughs> Big the musical in a nutshell. <laughs> anyway, it's just such a random name for that movie, too. Big. Big. There was a. What's that name? Like a year ago, uh, Morgan was just like talking to me about the musicals that she's like has has watched and, and everything. And then uh, Caleb, my son, out of nowhere, just goes, "What about Die Hard?" <laughs> like, Die Hard the musical, like Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yeah. He's watched so much Bob's Burgers, like that's he legitimately thought Die Hard was a musical. Like, <laughs> that's that's the goal of my life. What? Die Hard musical? No, Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So you want to be like uh, like an old man or like? dies while getting it on like because he took too much viagra like the dude in clerk yeah i I don't know if you've watched gerald's game on netflix yet Mm. i want to die on my wife and leave her with years of therapy (laughs) yeah Yeah. gerald's game was amazing 